Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. It's 40 years since one of the darkest days of the Troubles. Death on a massive scale in both County Down and County Sligo. We remember those who died at Narrow Water and Mulloch A £1 billion fund to boost English high streets. Will we get some of that money to inject life back into our local town centres? Also on the programme this morning, we meet a courageous young father with an interesting bucket list. And would you use your neighbour's bin? There's a question for you. It's already come up this morning, so we're going to deal with that. We've had an inquiry. We'll bring you more information on that a little later in the programme. Uh, whatever is on your mind this morning, feel free to let us know. 028-90-333-105. It is 40 years since Mullockmore, 40 years since Narrow Water. It is very, very hard to believe. I want to speak to a man who actually was so busy as a journalist at the time, he managed to cover both stories on the same day. Both stories on the same day. And indeed, um, Eamon Malley is with us. Uh, Eamon, just remind us of what happened that day. Well, of course, in those days, Frank, uh, the generation of today, the, the young people of the day wouldn't realise we, we didn't have mobile phones in those days. So you were totally dependent on the goodwill of everybody around you, wherever you went, uh, when there was an incident, to get access to a telephone. But we, we got word uh, some way or other in, in the newsroom and downtown radio that there had been a terrible tragedy in Mullock Moor. Now, I guess a lot of people wouldn't have a clue where Mullock Moor was, but uh, I was sort of a a hitman at the time and I immediately jumped in the car, raced across the country to Mullock Moor in the beautiful setting of Mullock Moor and of course the real horror was evolving and emerging at that point in time that on a beautiful sunny morning uh, on this day 47 years ago uh, Earl McBatten who actually used to rent a classy barn it was, it was a beautiful building on an elevated hill uh, above Moor. It was owned by Hugh Tunney, the meat baron. And l- many years later, I, I, I spoke with Hugh Tunney as he emerged from the driveway up to, to Classy Bond, because uh, he was a very, very old man at that stage. But essentially, Shadow 5, which was uh, Mountbatten's boat, did what it did regularly. It pulled out from the harbour there, out into the glistening sea, and it had aboard his family. And, of course, uh, when it uh, got well out of the water, 
the the bombers had located themselves high above at an elevated point on the shoreline over the, overlooking the, the stretch of water and they triggered the bomb and Erlman Batten, and Nicholas Natchball and Paul Maxwell and Lady Brayburn were killed. It, it was it was in IRA terms what they called an execution. Now, Frank, I should bring attention to the fact that many, many years later, we had the occasion uh, to be in Romsey, and, and that, uh, that was Erlman Batten's hometown. And in the cathedral there, there's a plaque in, 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 you, in fact, in front of the pew in which he and his family sat each Sunday, very close to the, to the church altar, and on it, it says, executed in, executed in Ireland. And many of the visitors from Ireland accompanying us on that particular occasion were very upset at the term executed in Ireland. Now, I, I, I didn't dispute the term executed or assassinated or anything, but it was just an interesting perspective that, that people from Dublin and, and, and Belfast were offended at the term executed. The IRA said assassinated, and that term was very, very deliberately chosen, assassinated. Your description there is crystal clear, Eamon, and I, I have to say I haven't paid much attention to how the bomb was detonated in Mullockmore all, with all of the coverage over the last 40 years. I'm very aware of who did it and how the people served time for it and how they eventually were released in relation to the Good Friday Agreement, but... I wasn't aware that they would have been able to see the fact that the children were on board the, the, the boat. Well, it would be impossible not to see. And it's a very interesting thing. I remember after the Brighton bombing, discussing with an IRA person, what informed that? What, why was that decided, that, that Margaret Thatcher should be targeted that time? And do you know what that guy said to me? we suddenly realized she was available. Now, similarly, uh, everybody in that area would have known the habitual behavior of Mountbatten and his family. Uh, going down to that, uh, the harbor, they were, part of the, they were part of the landscape there, Mountbatten and his family. And uh, pe- people knew them. People were in first-name terms. People gave a service to Classy Bond, the, the residence in which they stayed. So they were part of the landscape. And I should point out, uh, Frank, that uh, in 1979, later, and obviously it was later in, in 1979, I visited the, the Mays prison, and the individual with whom I spoke when I visited the prison, the IRA man with whom I spoke with that, was Bobby Sands. And he only spoke Irish to me. I didn't even know before going in there with whom I would get an opportunity to speak. But the the man I met was a man who introduced himself as Rupert O'Shaughnessy. And it it turned out to be Bobby Sands, who later died on hunger strike. And I challenged him very robustly about the the, the morality of killing an old man and his family in a boat in the west of Ireland. He was unrelenting, unforgiving. He accused Mountbatten of knowing precisely what the problem was in Ireland for generations and for decades. But he, he, he said he took advantage and recreated in Ireland, but, uh, but made no contribution to a resolution of the problem. So there was a very, very 
uh, hostile attitude towards Mountbatten, uh, certainly outside of Monarchmore, and very little uh, uh, sense of loss uh, when, when, when he and, and, and his family were targeted. On the same day, the IRA would target members of the Parachute Regiment while they were travelling through Warren Point at Narrow Water. Two uh, attacks within a very short space of time at the same at the same location. Uh, sheer luck that no civilians were killed. Uh, people would have been using that busy stretch of road between uh, very close to Warren Point Golf Club between Newry and and Warren Point. But in the end, no civilians caught up in it at all. But incredible well, that's not true. carnage. That's not true. That's not true. That's well, not, well, this is this not is in the, not in the immediate bombing. Correct. Exactly. But but the, but the IRA didn't kill any civilians. The the army in the end killed a civilian. That's right. There were two brothers, two two brothers called Hudsons, and they were running an amusement uh, park on the day at, at Omeev. And when they heard the explosions, out of curiosity, they uh, travelled uh, northwards from Omeev on the across the other side of the water uh, in the Republic of Ireland and took up positions in in local parlance. Frank, you would understand this the way we talk down there. They were gawking. They were, they were gawking across the stretch of water to see what was see what had happened, and the army opened fire across the water because the army presumed that the bombs had been triggered from across the water in the Republic of Ireland, and one of those people uh, was shot dead, and his and, and, and his cousin he, he was injured. But so they were just very very unfortunate. But you're absolutely right. That stretch there at Narrow Water, you and I know it extremely frank, well, Frank. I'm South you're sat down and there's a constant stream of course today of cars. It is miraculous that no civilians in cars or vans uh, were not caught in the double explosion. And just let me paint the picture of narrow water. The 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 uh, Convoy. There was a Land Rover and a convoy of two four-ton tr- uh, lorries carrying soldiers of the Tupara Regiment, moving from Ballykilner to Newry at about uh, tw- twenty to five, rough- roughly. And as the convoy passed Narrow Water uh, uh, Castle on the water side, heading north, uh, there was a, a lorry packed with bales, and in the bales, uh, the IRA concealed an 800-pound bomb, fertilizer bomb, and as the convoy passed, the, the, the bomb in, in, the va- in the lorry of, of bales, the loaded bales, a flat-bedded lorry, exploded, and in that uh, attack, six soldiers were killed. Now, uh, by then, uh, the, uh, a gazelle landed carrying Colonel David Blair on the opposite side of the road, close to the entrance to Narrow, Narrow Water Castle. And Colonel Blair set about taking control of the entire scene. Now, then the IRA had another bomb planted at the mouth of Narrow Water Castle in the entrance. That bomb went off killed Colonel Blair and 12 more soldiers. Colonel Blair was the highest ranking officer, the army officer, killed during the Troubles in Northern Ireland. So it was an extraordinary lot of luck by the IRA to, to, ha- to have the bales, the bomb and the, the bomb and the bales on one side of the road, have a bomb in the gateway on the other side of the road, having foreseen and anticipated how the army would react to, to arrive on the opposite side of the road to take charge of the scene and hence the double ambush. 
I remember the day very well because I was in Warren Point myself and I was going out with my father to deliver carpet out towards Rostrever and we were driving out of the town when the army were driving in and I remember seeing the large lorries and the soldiers in the back of the, the lorry and by the time we got out towards Rostrever we A lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Heard the explosion. We did what we had to do in Rostrever, came back towards Warren Point. Sergeant Maguire, who was the local sergeant in the barracks, he was directing traffic through Bourne because you literally couldn't get down towards the golf club at, at that point. And I spoke to Amazing. I spoke to a fire officer called Billy McKinley, who has since passed away. And uh, Billy painted pictures of absolute horror as to what he saw when he was called to that scene. And, and literally, uh, and it's, it's very sad to say this, and I apologise to anyone who, who's listening. From, for this graphic detail, but literally body parts were being found many days later in the vicinity of that atrocity. Well, if, uh, Frank, uh, uh, Colonel Mike Jackson, uh, synonymous uh, with, with, with your bloody Sunday, I, I got to know Jackson. And Jackson was the number two senior man after the first uh, uh, the, the Colonel Blair and his a, a unit had been killed. Colonel Mike Jackson went to the scene, and this is what he said. He spoke of human remains scattered over the road, in the water, and hanging from the trees. Such was the scale of of, of, of extraordinary death and destruction uh, at that scene. And when I arrived there later in the evening, with the beautiful beautiful evening. It, it was like, it certainly was uh, like a scene from a war film uh, around that area. An area of extreme beauty. And um, at the time, uh, you know, there the, the developed an obscene row between the army and the police and involved, Mrs. Thatcher got centrally involved 
And the army wanted to, to assume absolute control for security. And Mrs. Thatcher took a stance against the army, much to the chagrin of the army. And she gave the upper hand to the RUC at the time and, and, and added 1,000 police officers to the police uh, force at that point in time. And she also appointed a coordinator of security, Sir Maurice Oldfield, to take charge of overall security in Northern Ireland to make sure that that security was handled properly. But it, it, a huge wedge opened up between the army and the police at that point in time. The bomber was a man called Brendan Burns, who later would kill five soldiers in Kamala. And I think about. I want to be careful about that, Frank. Well, I've had this confirmed from speaking to people very close to Brendan Burns that he was the bomber in Warren Point and that he was the bomber in Kamala when five soldiers were killed a few, a few years later. Why do you believe Brendan Burns wasn't the bomber, Eamon? Oh, no, no, I didn't say that at all. But it was, this is the sequence, Frank, as I understand it. Uh, There were two people arrested. One of them was Brendan Burns. Uh, Allegedly, uh, again, I I didn't witness this. So I mean, I'm I'm basing this on on oral and historical uh, accounts. Uh, there were two two men arrested on a motorcycle on the other side of the water in the, in the Republic of Ireland. One of those was Brendan Burns. Now, both of them were held for a time and both released uh, because they, were, they clearly didn't get anything on them. Now, one of those people was named as Brendan Burns, and he, he later died uh, when a bomb went off prematurely in 1988 in, in South Armagh. But no, I, 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 I'm, I, that's as much as I know at this point in time. But he was definitely uh, accused of being uh, one of the people on the other side of the water deemed to have been responsible for, for, uh, for, for being for involvement in the bombing. Yes, he, he did die at his own hand about eight years later. And one of the memorable news items after that was his funeral. He, he is recognised in South Armagh by Republicans as one of the heroes of, of the cause. Uh, his, his funeral in, in South Armagh turned out to be a very violent affair with the RUC attacking the mourners and Saracens escorted the funeral cortege to the church in, in Cross McGlen. What, what Was there an element was there an element that day of almost getting revenge on Brendan Burns? Well, well it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, observation and recollection, Frank, because I tell you what uh, narrow water uh, was deemed by the IRA at the time as their uh, their revenge for Bloody Sunday. So uh, that that uh, that particular killing ran so deeply. And it, it, at the uh, later on, Sir James Glover, the commander of UK uh, uh, land forces, said narrow water was arguably his words the most successful and certainly one of the best planned IRA attacks of the whole campaign. Now, you can imagine how much that hurt and offended uh, an army officer at that level to have to say, uh, because it was immense. They lost their number one, uh, one of the, the most senior officer ever in Northern Ireland. Uh, in that in that bombing, and they lost eighteen soldiers. Like it was uh, seventeen other soldiers. Uh, it, it really was. And again, it was like how one has to wonder how 
Oh, from where did the IRA get the information that those convoys or that convoy would be motioning from Ballykiller to Newry on that particular day? That that has remained a mystery to me. No one has ever given me any indication of how they knew, how the IRA knew that such an eventuality was going to unfurl. And you can, could you imagine the manpower involved, Frank? Uh, with planting those bombs, getting everything into position, and and then managing to do that without intelligence being picked up, without somebody spotting what was going on, because there would be possibly dozens of people involved in that operation, planning it and and executing it. Uh, Those operations were huge operations. I remember there was a bomb above Newry, killed one of the last soldiers in Northern Ireland on the railway. And I was told there were up to three dozen people uh, getting the bomb on on a a, a reconfigured lorry to, to move down the railway line to hit the army, the army lookout tower, they're not the tower, but the, the checkpoint above Clog. And I was told that there were up to three, three dozen people involved in that one incident. Could you imagine the number of people involved in this bombing, this double bombing here, this ambush? And yet the intelligence was there to, to engage in this. It was a remarkable, remarkable. I must say, as you ask a very interesting question about how did they know Eamon? Because I spent a lot of time in Warren Point as as a teenager working on and off in my father's shop, and I only once saw that amount of heavy duty army truck come through the town. The jeeps were always around, of course, but to have those large vehicles come through the town was a rare enough sight. To see them that day, for them to be attacked that day and for the people to die that day, uh, many questions will probably remain unanswered. You see, the, the history of Northern Ireland hasn't been written at all, Frank. People, people have snatches of information, but all the missing parts, the missing parts of the, jinx, of the jigsaw, it is quite remarkable, you know. And, 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 and in many cases, the people with the answers are now dead. So we won't ever really find out. Um, uh, the army really, really drove a very, very tough bargain with Mrs. Thatcher at the time. Uh, she, uh, they wanted to, the in General Creasy at the time wanted internment brought back to Northern Ireland. But interestingly, she resisted that. She opted for bringing in Sir Morris Oldfield as the security coordinator and boosting the number of police officers at the point in time. So the police won out at that moment in time against the army, although the army took the big hit uh, on the day. And I, I remember going to uh, to Musgrave Park Hospital when Mrs. Satcher went there uh, the, the following day or the next day with 48 hours uh, to, to visit uh, some of the, the injured, you know. And uh, Derek Henderson, my colleague, I think accompanied her and... Uh, I remember she expressed a horror naturally about the whole event. But those were unbelievable times, Frank. In the one day, Erwin Batten. And when I reflect on the generosity of the Queen in her visit to Dublin Castle, when in the presence of the Irish President, Mary McAleese, and the generosity of her remarks about the wrongs and the hurt that collectively, uh, as countries, we visited upon each other. And, and the generosity of her 
a presence and her utterances uh, speaking in the Irish language when she addressed the president of Hawthorn, August Cardinal Heron. Her generosity to use the Irish language, accepting the Irish nation, and then visiting the Garden of Remembrance, visiting Croke Park, the scene of where her soldiers had killed young men back in the 20s. And then Prince Charles going to Mullochmore, almost closing the page on that history. It's fascinating, you know, all of those events the sequels to uh, Mountbatten killing and to uh, the narrow water. Of course, I, we didn't give very much attention, Frank, and I want to uh, correct this to the little boy from County Fermanagh, Paul Maxwell, the 15-year-old boy who was helping on the boat that particular day. Uh, just a totally, totally... Uh, 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 Innocent, innocent little fellow. It could be your son, it could be my son, it could be anybody's son. I'm sure it would find it very, very exciting uh, to be on the boat uh, with all those visitors on that that day. And that poor family have been suffering ever since. Eamon, I really do appreciate your description of those horrific events 40 years ago today. Um, Eamon Malley, who was at both scenes and there's some distance between Sligo and Warren Point, but that's journalism with a capital J. Um, Eamon, thank you. Thank you very, very much indeed. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.